Just so you know, guys, that was a lullaby and we were fighting about it. I was coming in hot there. Over to Chris. Good start. (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to episode four or five of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media and movies this week. I am your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there, Chris. Dana Eileen. Hey, did Brendan just hit puberty over there? <laughs> you'll hear it later. When you listen to this later, you'll be like, oh, damn, that happened. <laughs> it gonna, did. I want you to know. It. It's not going to make all sense. Know. <laughs> hey, we all have one. our regrets. <laughs> puberty is Brendan's regret. What? We, we've all been there. That's fine. We're also joined no, by Jordan Biorty. Hello. <laughs> oh my God! Let's break out the voice changer. It's not far away. That's not that, that, that backfired like, last time. Your, you just gotta like pinch your neck. That Hello. that backfired last time we used that. We, we shouldn't break that in. We don't want to embarrass Brennan again. <laughs> not sponsored by Rockstar, but this one's gross. Just in case you're wondering. Yeah. I brought it for you, but then you ate all the peanut butter cups, so now I have it. That's how it went. That's <laughs> the way the week. Went. What the? <laughs> now you really hit me. Of the podcast. I knew you were too quiet through all all of that chiding. <laughs> yeah, he was using his that. thinking brains. I was finding the voice changer. Yeah. <laughs> very subtly done, sir. Good job. His mm-hmm. thinking bra- was it though? If you knew he was doing it, was it? Well, I mean, there was a moment of is he. I feel like he is. Is but... it gonna happen? Is it, gonna, is it gonna, happen? gonna happen? And then it did. And then the demon came out. Anyways, um... ah, I lost our window. There we go. Hi. We all good now? No. 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 Continue. We're gonna go anyways. Should we go mm-hmm. anyways? Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, yeah, I had a lot of game announcements this week. Uh, yeah, imagine that game announcements. It's been a while. Impossible. Uh, we we had our first uh, real Nintendo Direct since like February. Uh, which brought a smattering of stuff, uh, including all well, a smattering. I like that. Uh, a very smattering. Yes, a smorgasbord. Like um, a cornucopia, if you will. <laughs> let's uh, let's almost Thanksgiving. Come on. Let's, let's talk about the the big uh, the big bombshell thing that came at the end of the direct. We finally have a name for the Breath of the Wild sequel. It is called Tears, Tears of the, the Kingdom. Kingdom. My kingdom sure, is full of tears too. Yeah, I think that's Apparently fitting they... for like Game of Thrones and all that jazz. They're all really sad. So why isn't Zelda too? All the kingdoms sad. All of the kingdoms I tried. Sad. I tried to be so, funny. It didn't work. So sad that one kingdom aired the direct an hour later. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got a quick look at Breath of the Wild too. It wasn't a whole lot to go off for for a game that we now know is coming out in May. But mm-hmm. uh, what we saw looks pretty cool. I thought it does. I like Jordan, that you're still calling you it Breath thoughts. of the Wild 2. I know. It has a name, and you're like, nah, mine's better. <laughs> it's been three years of Breath of the Wild 2. It's going to take a That's bit true. to adjust. Yeah. I, it just, it, it looked, it looked, I mean, like, like kind of like you said, we didn't really get a lot out of it. Um, like, I was trying to, like, put things together, like, in, in the initial, like, little rune wall. It looked like they had, like, a couple, like, like, icons of like what i i'm guessing are going to be mcguffins um Mm -hmm. so i'm really really hoping that they actually have like a return to like classic zelda style dungeons um as much as i really loved the like little like dungeons the way they did dungeons in breath of the wild like it would have been nice to see like more traditionalized 
uh, Zelda-style dungeons. Um, but yeah, you got a you got a glider thing. That's neat. <laughs> uh, I wore my my Zelda shirt in honor of this occasion. That's as good nice. as I got. Mm-hmm. Nice. There you go. Uh, Jordan's shirt. It looks like it says be a nice woman from here. I'm pretty sure it says human. There we go. It yeah. got clear. It's clear on the stream. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it could be both. I'm not fierce yeah. enough to sport a shirt like that. <laughs> yeah, a, maybe don't. I don't, have, I don't have enough charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Let's just say. You may as well have one that just says campaign. you should smile more. <laughs> Get punched three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> I really should. I'm kind of miserable, but it's fine. Don't wear a shirt that says that, folks. We can we can we can keep the miserable train going. So um, I, 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 I'm probably the only one here, and I said this after the direct, who like rolled his eyes into the back of his head when the direct started with you know another fire emblem. It was like uh, yes, fire emblem. Yeah, but, would... but why are you not doing that at another Zelda? Because. Uh, there is been, because I like well, them. <laughs> but this is this is the thing is that I actually like Fire Emblem. I do, but it's like Breath of the Wild was a launch title on the Switch. Okay, so it's like there. I feel like there's been a a reasonable amount of time between Zeldas, but like on the Switch alone, and even kind of going back into the, like the 3DS, we've had no shortage of Fire Emblems. Like, Three Houses came out not but, like, three years ago, and then they put out a freaking Musou game based on the game that just came out. It's like, now we're throwing another Fire Emblem into the mix. It's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy people are happy about it, and I'm, I'm sure I will end up playing it, because I do like Fire Emblem a lot. But it's just like, you know... You're sitting on top of like F Zero, Kirby, you know, well not Kirby because they just did a Kirby game. Um, and another dude, one, didn't like, they? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, coming, it's, that's another. That's another thing we could talk about too. That I was kind of like, eh, fine. Um, you know, they're, they're sitting on top of like F Zero, Star Fox, the Mother series. They could have literally done a sequel to Arms, and I would have been happy. Like they've got mm-hmm. no, like they got like all these good ideas and good properties that just like just like kind of like letting go to waste. It's just like, why um, not do something um, with them? You know what? Arms was a genuinely cool idea when it first came out. Like I was like, and it was it was nice to see that Nintendo was still like coming out with new stuff. Um, but like, I, I don't know. It's just like, like I said, it's just like it just it just feels like we're getting a little too much Fire Emblem saturation. Like let's just break it up a little bit. I mean, but that's I, what I've been saying for ages about every game is they're all just the new version of the last game like most games or same game on new system but at the at the very least i kind of feel like um like as as long as there is a reasonable amount of time between releases then it's like yeah because nintendo does what nintendo does like they have their you know their landmark their their flagpole tentpole franchises and they're going to like keep continue to service them but it's like but when you have so many and there are so many kind of just like that have been sitting in the wings doing nothing like like again like the last fire uh, the last f0 game we got was on the gamecube like okay yeah. what are we waiting for like f0 gx was such a good game like what are we waiting for for another f0 game like preferably just new games that's mm-hmm. New games would be nice. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) but that's asking an awful lot, people. (laughs) You know, like I mean, uh, like 
Oh, sorry, go it ahead. kind of depends. It kind of depends too on like the actual development teams at Nintendo that are making it, right? Like Intelligent mm-hmm. Systems is making Fire Emblem. I'm not sure who was on F F Zero was a game I never like played or cared for much, so I don't really know who's developing that. But like, you know, Intelligent Systems is over here doing that thing, and then whoever makes the other games is, you know, maybe they're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. seems like GX was developed like in house by Nintendo. Uh, Amusement Vision, it says. Ryuga Gotoku Studio. So I'm pretty sure it was kind of like, yeah, it was pretty much developed in house at like Nintendo of Japan. Well, like the other um, thing too is like, like there's a lot of them that are in house now too, right? Like, I'm pretty sure they bought, they basically bought out intelligent systems. Like, they were always kind of like an adjacent thing in the past couple of years, I believe. They actually just purchased it and brought it properly into the fold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, maybe there's, not enough teams to go around for all these things, or maybe they internally don't think there's enough uh, interest in it because they have Fire Emblem or Fire. <laughs> there it goes. It's taken over the conversation too. <laughs> F Zero is one of those ones that they just kind of seem like they don't seem to think there's any interest in it. Um, Which, until recently, yeah. of Metroid was kind of the same, right? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 or at least a, like a traditional 2D Metroid, but even that is like weird because yeah, there's no shortage of like fans asking for these things. So like, and it's like, you know, I know it makes me sound like one of those like, you know, wiener fanboys who's like, I want Zelda and I want this and I want that. But it's like, it's like, but I kind of do like, I'm just, you know, it's like we keep getting the same franchises over and over and over again. And then, you know, and it's like, you can kind of see where they're beginning to stagnate a little bit. Like, like weird franchise. You want them to make a new one of come on really quick. Go a new, new franchise. Weird one that you want them to make a second one of. I'm here to throw off everything today. besides F Zero. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. said I did say arms, and I actually was not seeing arms. I didn't know that was a f- real thing, so I guess yeah, it's a real thing. it was cool. It's like it was like it was like a like a oh like no 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 my nephew played that arm punching game. Yeah, <laughs> it, had, it was, it was a Joy Con gimmick thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It, it wasn't that Joy Con. But I think one two switch was more that was yeah that was the gimmick time. That, that was the Wii play and we sports was like the, yeah. the arms was the Wii sports of it of the launch mm-hmm. one other thing that kind of wrinkled with the fire emblem thing before, before we move on from that one apparently like according to the rumors which were kind of verified somewhat by the announcement uh this game might have been sitting around basically finished for the last year oh um, really yeah, there's rumors a few months back where this, there were screenshots of the character with the with the two colored hair. The people started joking about mm-hmm. it, calling it toothpaste Chan back then. Um, yeah, like it, it, those screenshots turned out to be pretty accurate. So um, those rumors suggested that it had been sitting around, finished or more or less finished for the better part of a year. That's so kind of strange, I have to say. So like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll I'm be COVID. Right? What I. When I first was like looking at the trailer, like I genuinely thought it was a mobile game. I was looking at, it, I was like, because it's just like, the way it looked like it was designed. I was like, I was like, I was like, really, Fire Emblem? And I kept looking at, it, like, oh wait, I'm pretty sure this is a mobile thing. <laughs> and then I saw like the buttons, like commands with like the ZR, and I was like, I was like, oh no, okay, no, it's going to switch. Um, it it, so it's it like, kind of has the look of like a of an anniversary game, but it's not an anniversary year. Like having the whole mechanic no. of summoning past heroes. That seems like it's the kind of thing they would do on the anniversary, but I looked it up and it's like the 33rd anniversary next year. It's not even like a significant yeah. year. 33rd. Hey, man, 33 matters. Hey, I, just, I just, I just, 
looked into mm. the chat, and I think to answer uh, Dana's question of a weird series coming back, uh, Progenitor said Legend of Dragoon, which I would like be one hundred percent behind. Mm-hmm. Like if, but I think I don't. I think the I don't know if the question was more specifically tailored to like Nintendo properties, but it was definitely okay, no. like a no. Uh, was it, Sega no, it was, uh, Sony? Sony. It was. Uh, oh, no, it was PlayStation. You're right. Yeah, it was PlayStation. Yeah, it was. Uh, Wasn't it? Was it I Square think... that did it? Or no, it wasn't Square. Uh, Legend of, Legend of Dragon was basically their response to Fantasy VII because they kind of took. I that thought he just spelled Dragon style. wrong. No, like no, no, the Legend of Dragon was so good. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I think the ball for that is in Sony's court. But again, I yeah. would love to see it. <laughs> yeah, one it of our most popular really, articles really the first time of the year was about how that should come back. So <laughs> 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 I will definitely vouch for that one. Um, but yeah, that's Fire Emblem. But uh, the other kind of surprise announcement in the end of the stream was Kirby's Return to Dreamland uh, mm. getting remastered. Which is I don't it, know about anyone it, else, but that excited the hell out of me because I've been wanting to play that with my kids, and I didn't want to track down a Wii version that cost a yeah. two hundred bucks. Thanks that to the Wii? Forgotten Land. That's a Wii game. Yeah, ten years that's, old, I think it is. Yeah, that's kind of I, I kind of like you know I I, I guess I chuckled a little bit because I still have my copy of Legend uh, or Return to Dreamland, and uh, and I was like, well, you know, it's one of the like better ish Kirby games, so I'll I'll take it on the Switch over like Star Allies and Forgotten Land. I don't I like what they did to DDD though. I don't like I don't like that he's all like modeled after the Forgotten Land DDD. I missed the old. I don't have a clue like, who that is. King DDD, the big blue guy with the hammer. Are we just saying letters now? D E D E D E King DDD. That's what you are just saying. <laughs> you. Your response to that was just I was about letters. to say a number. <laughs> yeah, that one's on you. You weren't specific enough. I guess yeah. I guess you got me there. <laughs> But but, uh, but that one um, that one is pretty cool. It's what it is one of the better ish um, Kirby games. Um, they're they're investing know, in him. I, I gotta say, like yeah, I forgot, Lance been a big success for it, and yeah. I was um, it was uh, it was kind of funny, and like it was something I didn't like. I guess I didn't fully realize until I watched like Donkey's video about mm-hmm. the direct. Just. How I don't much... know who Donkey is, so I'm video yeah, game Donkey. Oh, dude, on first name basis with this guy, dude. You, he is like he is hot fire when it comes to gaming content on on YouTube. Um, he we're hot fire. Yeah, <laughs> we are hot fire. But he, he oh no, I, I'm not. I, I can make this whole podcast. I know I did not realize how much farming sim content like took up the direct because <laughs> there was a lot i did i noticed i absolutely yeah. noticed i don't notice I, a lot of things but i noticed that <laughs> i wasn't putting it together at the time because i was like fate there was a trailer for fay farm and i was like oh this looks cool like i'm into this and then you know trailer for um story of seasons a wonderful life which is like such an underrated you know story of seasons games it's so cool to see it getting getting like a, a full up like remaster and i'm like okay like i'm into this that's cool like mm-hmm. uh, but then square enix shows up with uh oh what was it various life. no no oh, not various Harvest- life. yeah that's another one that's lots of a farm sim more of like a life Just sim a jobs <laughs> can i have a life sim it's it's like like can someone tell me what's going on at square like did they just give up on naming video games like 
No, I think they like the naming schema. Uh, Power Wash Simulator. Oh, Great game. <laughs> Great Between Octopath Traveler, which is a garbage video game name, Triangle eight, Strategy, which pass. is... Oh god, Thank let's not get you talking about Triangle Strategy. <laughs> like, Triangle yeah. Strategy, again, terrible name, and now Various Day Life. You could have called it, like, I don't know, something like Fantasy in the Job of... Wow. I don't know. Clearly you can do better, kind of, sir. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not being paid by Square Enix to come up with names. I mean, you are a writer, though, so you know you. Okay, you give me give me an hour, and I'll. But is he an improv writer? Is that a thing? Can you write improv? I don't think that's how that works. By definition, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I like Octopath Traveler as a name because I have like eight paths, and it's different. But anyways, we're beside the point here. Except to say, Octopath Traveler Two was announced. (laughs) Yeah, they did announce that. And soon too, which is nice to see. We're seeing a lot of like announcements this week. They're like, "This is coming." When it's coming, so it's just some solid yeah. dates. Some point is coming. Two thousand seventy-four. Oh, well, here's another Square Enix name: Theatrhythm. Yeah, yeah, I can't no. say that. Theatrhythm. Yeah. I literally tried existence. in my head to nope. It's nope. It's Absolutely kind not. of like the theater, theater rhythm. What is rhythm. it though? Whoa! Sorry, it's a rhythm really game. Loud. It's a rhythm game, but it's, it's based on uh, all Final Fantasy music, which is you know ri- widely regarded. Oh, as so that makes you—that's the, the one you squealed at. It is. is that the one you squealed at all by yourself? I, I squealed <laughs> at it in my basement alone as I was watching Sorry. the direct and writing up. That's how up. most people will play it. So. <laughs> oh. I will say. Oh. I, will say <laughs> I mean, to Chris today, I guess. Dagger out of the heart. Move on, Chris. I got your back on this because Theater Rhythm actually was a really cool game, and I'm super into it. So. Yeah, it was a it was fun on the DS. I'm not oh yeah hundred percent sure how it's gonna work on Switch, but um, there was the Kingdom Hearts game Melody of Memory that uh, was kind of the same idea for Kingdom Hearts oh. music. So I'm assuming it's gonna be like that. Okay, here you go, Dana. Here's a here's a here's a here's an answer to your to your previous question about weird franchises coming back for Nintendo. Elite Beat Agents. That game fucking slaps. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, it's I wasn't sure if you were going to go slaps or slays, but either way, no, I'm happy. That game Slay. ruled. <laughs> All right, I'm very happy for you. I'm watching the the trailer for this game with no sound on, though, so it's just like oh. buttons moving work. past very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, well, this seems wild. It's like Guitar <laughs> Hero on mute. Yeah, it's not much oh, well, to go off. And, of. Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero made me cry. And speaking of, well, Chris, and Chris, yeah, Chris, um, he brought up the whole um, uh, melody of memories thing, which it's like that was something I was wondering too, because like they again, like they're, they they want to bring in all this music across like various other franchises, like they're going to bring in like near and like stuff like that, which kind of made mm. me wonder because they said and more, which kind of made me wonder like if they are going to bring music from Kingdom Hearts like into this one too, because it just sort of seems like. I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of weird content that it seems like I don't know if Disney or Square is like getting more on board with Kingdom Hearts because they're doing stuff at Disneyland now that like incorporates Kingdom Hearts. I, I would say Kingdom Hearts will be the one franchise that's off the table uh, because probably some licensing issues. Disney kind of has a hand in everything Kingdom Hearts. So, mm. um, and even some of the vocal like uh, so the one DLC pack or sorry the one. Uh, version of the game is going to have some 27 bonus tracks that are exclusive to that edition 
And among them are some of like the vocal themes from the endings of games like Memories of Life and Final Fantasy IX, mm-hmm. which has a singer in it. So my kind of tin half uh tinfoil hat here is that like that maybe that's in there because they needed to pay extra for the licensing for those songs. There's also songs yeah. from the Primals, which is like the band made up of the Final Fantasy fourteen composer doing like hard rock arrangements of Final Fantasy fourteen music. Same thing with they the Black Mages, which was a similar project. So I'm assuming that's why some stuff's shunted off into DLC passes. I wonder if they're going to put um, Gact from the singer Gact, who was that the, is the a real person. Mo- that was uh, what was his name? The the guy Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, yeah. You knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, this comes up a lot in Fall Fantasy circles. Good old Genesis, modeled after Gak, <laughs> and they put two of his songs in Dirge of Cerberus. There's a whole like extended scene where you're flying, and it's like a rail shooter, and it's like Gakt. <laughs> Gakt for the uninitiated is a Japanese pop star, pop star idol, yeah, prog rock star, anyways. But he uh, lent his likeness for a Fall Fantasy VII character, and then. Did some tax evasion and some other shisty stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> there's your obscure history lesson for today. But uh, speaking of Genesis, Crisis Core Remastered is uh, coming out in December, which is something else that, that made me squeal fun. in my basement yeah. alone. That's pretty. No, I'm, I'm excited about that, too, because that was like the that was the like one of the few like Final Fantasy seven related things that I like didn't play. Was that PSP? PSP? PSP, yeah. Yep. And it kind of got heard... stuck on there too. Like it didn't come out on Vita. Like it wasn't playable yeah, on yep. Vita. I heard it was really good. So it really was actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minus some wibbly wobbly, timey wimey type of retconning stuff. But uh, yeah, not not literal time travel, but they kind of retcon some stuff and people have issues with that. But that's we can experience well, that for ourselves in December. Seven remake what? is probably going to retcon some stuff too. Let's that's a whole honest. other time. That's a whole other. <laughs> Let's... Dana's eyes are honest. glazing over. Let's move on. Data. <laughs> Shit, I never what, get called out for happened? that. <laughs> I, I, what, the Nintendo Direct? Is yeah, that where we're, we're at still? Um, I'm digging <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm digging that uh, the older Mario parties are going to come to N64. Those That's were like. Actually, yeah. Those were like my my childhood. So mm-hmm. to get my kids playing those. Although the newest Mario Party just kind of has all that stuff in it. So yeah. realistically, however you want to take and, that. And- that was one of my things where like initially seeing it as it was playing out, I was like, like we, that's great. But like, <laughs> is it going to be just like local play? Or are they going to make it online? Because they are making one thing online and it kind of seems like you would do it for the rest of them. Yeah, for sure. Gen- generally speaking, these things like for the Nintendo uh, and the Super Nintendo things, they have the online play added. I don't know if they do that for the Nintendo sixty four because I don't have the expansion pass. But but I think mm-hmm. but the online only works with friends. Is the thing is my thing. Probably, which is probably so fine too. That's why I was wondering because it's like one of those things where it's like if they did because because my assumption and what I was sort of leading into was the whole GoldenEye with online play makes it seem like they're going to put GoldenEye on the N64 with like just like regular online matchmaking with randos, which is a really good idea. Maybe you could yeah. have done that for like Mario Party and Mario Tennis and all these other like classic N64 games if you had the capability to do it. Right. Um, but where do you draw the line, right? Like all of us have Nowhere. our own favorite. Yeah, that's just it though, because I'm sure if you ask everybody what your like classic N64 mm-hmm. game between the four of us, they're probably completely different. If I'm just gonna I don't really have one. one. If, 
if I'm really? paying fifty dollars a, mu- a I year have for the luxury to play in sixty four games, like where's that fifty four dollars going? It better be to maintaining some pretty. Well, I mean, fifty four dollars a year servers. isn't really like yeah, calm yourself. That's enough. I'm super fidgety. It's it enough. not enough to say, give me everything that's ever happened ever. <laughs> like, it, it's, a, it's enough to say, like, oh, maybe we should have some extra features added, but it's also a matter of are they going to be able to dive into the source code and add a lobby into the code for a 64 game? I that's think so. It's pretty much kind of more the restriction. It's been I mean, like the whole well point established of- that they're running emulators for those games, and people can mod yeah. emulators. Like, yeah. but. The whole point of Nintendo was to like bring people together, and that doesn't necessarily mean strangers online. Like the what the Wii was you- built that way; it was supposed to be like the party system, and it still is. Mm. So you know what? Grab some friends, give them a Joy-Con, sit down, and shut up. Okay, as an adult, <laughs> as a grown adult woman with kids, tell me how easy it is to grab three friends and say, "Come on over to my house. We're playing well, Mario." Party well, in on my case, I would be playing with the kids. Yeah, but who wants no brand of friends? Crazy? So, I don't have any no, friends. No. Like what? Kids. I don't have friends. <laughs> yeah. It's friends or kids. My three-year-old told me I was her best friend yesterday, so all of you can See? piss off. That's all that matters friend. in life. No. Um. Yeah. I guess. Like we used to have game nights with my my brother and and his wife and all that jazz, but we definitely don't do that stuff anymore. I mean, they make good date nights. I can say that much because I don't like leaving the house. Again, you have kids on <laughs> date. Yeah, that's true too. That's mm, self reflection. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you mean, Jordan. I do. I think uh, it's just at some point we need to stop demanding everything of every system yeah. and pick and choose. Because yeah. yeah, I think I think in the case of these games, at least in particular, having the local multiplayer will be enough for a lot of people. Um, because you know, again, okay. even with the, even if they do add online multiplayer, you're still asking your friends to pay. That sixty-four dollars, whatever mm-hmm. it costs, a year for the expansion pass thing mm-hmm. too. So, um, well, I think local saying, is going to be the they, way to go. If they, if, if they, if they did, at the very least, make these games like online playable with just random people, like you're, you're already connecting with people who are already paying for this service, right? Like you're not necessarily like requiring other people yeah. you know to have to get a subscription. It's like you're just you connecting like-minded people already, yeah. like. Nobody has a mind like mine. <laughs> so well, also, it was kind of a hurdle for them to get this in the first place, too, right? So they had to work it out with Rare. And, of course, Xbox is like, well, we get it, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you get it with all the online multiplayer. Fine. <laughs> we need it. Yes. Yeah. And, well, Speaking of like, that, uh, oh, so go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, isn't it like a, isn't like also like a weird, like, double rights issue? Because I know, like, yeah, because Rare, Golden Rare too, developed yeah. it. Nintendo published it, but then like right. didn't like doesn't like Universal own the Activision owns to, part of it too, yeah. Because it's a it's a James Bond based on a movie, yeah. Here, like with the there's gotta be the movie Pierce license Brosnan. involved too, right? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan's probably like not yet. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on with those licensing. Yeah, it's a weird one. So that in itself, getting this on that system alone is probably a big enough hurdle to clear without again shunting a multiplayer lobby into yeah. an old game. Or maybe again, they just speak- need to save something for their next announcement, and that's why. Yeah, there you go. They're gonna do the, <laughs> the whole thing something. properly, and there's a separate release. I'll tell you later. Because because they also um, one other thing that kind of ticked people off at the N64 announcement specifically is that Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium Two yes. are not going to allow you to transfer things over. 
That's mm. oh my god. So yeah, that, that was the one that made me laugh the most because when I saw that like Pokemon Stadium one and two, I was like, perfect. Minus the th- one thing that made it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, unless, it's unless a they, deep rabbit hole. I was reading the other day about like all the things they could have been doing with it. Yeah, but uh, there's there's why why could they, they should make a Pokemon Stadium for the Switch? Well, if those rumors of the Game Boy Advance or Game Boy games coming to the online system come true eventually, which fingers crossed they will, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they'll ap- update Pokemon Stadium to include that, and it's just a temporary thing that you won't be able to do. Yeah, maybe. It. Maybe I, I kind of feel like they could have done something like uh, even even without needing to do that. Like the, the thing that would make sense to me is is getting a way to tie it to the Poke Bank because like they can update the Poke Bank to include like all the modern stuff. They're doing it for Arceus for no reason, um, or I guess they did it for Arceus for no reason. So it's like why not just connect it to there and then like that way you can kind of transfer your Gen One Pokemon whatever to the Poke Bank. Yeah, whatever, and then be able to use them in stadium. Like, let's all stare at Dana. (laughs) (laughs) I lost my crap in it. I couldn't hide it anymore. Hi, it's not laughing at you guys at all. I promise. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. I mean, again, we're grown men talking about Pokemon. You can laugh at. Yeah, I started. I started turning the lights at home on and off with Alexa and changing the colors. I just got a message. Uh, you're turning off my lights. Yeah, I know. And I thought it was funny. And then I'm that sorry, was, guys. That was kind of the point. I'm trolling you. I, from a distance. I'm sorry. I'm not an adult. I have no focus today. I tried. Okay. I tried. It's, Pokemon it's okay. happened, though. I mean, yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon happened. Oh, um, uh, uh, it did. And so many. My, my and Moto troll. still not all. gotten to Goldeneye. Yeah. Can we well, get to Goldeneye, we, please? We, we just talked about Goldeneye. Yeah, did we? Did we? You missed it. You were completely talk about it. You, yeah, you, that's it. No. What's there to talk about? I don't know. Did you have something else? And how my brother about? and I are going to fight again? <laughs> uh, there's a stream. You guys, you guys need to stream it. Did you guys oh ever God. play with the hostage rule? What's that one? It's so it's a dumb rule that makes no sense, but it just like just was fun to us when when we were kids. So it's like whenever we used to play Goldeneye. If you saw someone, this is the stupidest thing. You could call hostage and they would have to stop and like do whatever you said. So we would just like tool around and make them do stupid things until you inevitably Amazing. just killed them. I love that. And, but like for some, we played on the honor system. If somebody called hostage, that's it. You had to stop. And you just like, you throw <laughs> okay. like like a, a big ring of it, like proximity mines around them and just like make them like say stupid shit. That's I feel that is a rule only you and your friends did. Yeah, I think so. It, it definitely yeah, was. Yeah, that's it was amazing. Like, I think it's it was such a fun time. <laughs> my, my limited exposure to the game was only basically Golden Guns mode. That was it. Um, yeah. I, I didn't have an N64, so I never really yeah. got live. Who are you? I had PlayStation. <laughs> it was a PlayStation. I don't think oh. I touched a PlayStation until like the PS5. Really? I There was yeah. a PS3 with my ex, but I was like, nah, I'm good. So, yeah, I've never Respect been a PlayStation lost. girl. Excuse no, we, me, we're we, gonna have to ask you to leave, sir. <laughs> we we had a crappy PC, and then like like all the games my dad ever bought for us like barely worked. And then he was like, you know, what, screw it, I'm taking your these back, and we're gonna get something else. You want an Xbox for or a PlayStation? And we did the research, and we're like PlayStation. And then it, so, we experienced Metal Gear Solid, and it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah, that's fair. That. You, I can see that. I went the N64 route. Yeah, we were we were Nintendo. That was my kids. jam, and then right on to uh, to some Crystal Xbox. 
which is still uh, working. That's I, think, I, remember, I remember there was like the, the year that like all the systems had come out and like my brother like wanted to get an Xbox and I was mm-hmm. kind of like no like what are you talking about like we need to get the GameCube like we need to get the new Nintendo system like the GameCube and, and Xbox come out at the same time same November yeah yeah how did I have 2001 yeah yep okay I guess I got an Xbox really late then because like I got an Xbox in high school Okay, the Xbox. Yeah. We, I wasn't in high school in two thousand one, Brendan. You're a hundred. Um, so, what year you, did you graduate, did you the... kind sir? Uh, graduated high school in two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. So no, wait, that's, okay. was... that's not right. I graduated. It's university. not because we are not two years apart. So I graduated no. university in 2016, 2006. which is when I graduated high school. Just throwing so, that out there. So I guess that'd be two thousand and two. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, because I, I remember us having ourselves. a GameCube, but my brother actually bought me my first Xbox for Christmas one year, yeah. and uh, then I skipped Christmas to play Fable. And you know, that's, that's now I'm here. So thanks, Joe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the Crystal Xbox was that the translucent green one? Uh, yeah. Translucent white, not green. Oh, okay. Because I had the translucent was, green one. Mine was what? I still got it actually. The yeah, distray will not stay shut. I. Bought myself. Duck, I duck. had a GameCube for the longest time, and then when I got my first, we can't job, hear you. We can't hear what you said. I had a GameCube for the longest time, and then uh, when I had my very first job working at Tim Hortons, my very first paycheck, I bought myself a like mini PlayStation Two because okay. one of the guys I went to school with was telling me about this exciting, amazing game called Kingdom Hearts, and I had to play it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like dude it's like right. final fantasy and disney and that like blew my mind it was a weird that was a weird moment and yeah it was yeah super weird <laughs> i mean i was i was the perfect age to get into it so that's kind of why um but going back to the nintendo direct um was excited to see tunic going finally like getting back onto the switch because yeah. when it was initially like announced before like Xbox or before Microsoft like bought up a ton of studios, like it was slated to go to the the Switch. Mm-hmm. But it feels it like it belongs looked, there, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it it just it kind of the trailer made it look like it's running at ten frames a second, and that worried me that maybe this game is like too much for the Switch to handle. Um, I guess time will tell. Uh, what else was there? Um, we got oh yeah, we got the the big uh, the big Pikmin four announcement. <laughs> That was oh yeah, that cool. happened. Yeah, that was um, it's it was funny that they had to take time out of the direct to like remind people that Pikmin Bloom was a thing because like I guess no. Oh yeah, that was, was a it. thing that happened. It, it, it's stupid. It's not a game. Like it's it's not even like it's it's like it's like okay, it's cute, it's whatever, but it's like you know as much as like Pokemon Go kind of encourages you to go out for walks, Pikmin Bloom is like the the mobile game that encourages you to go out for walks and nothing else. Like there is no game behind it. Um, Don't you collect Pikmin? What is Pikmin? it? No. I don't know how it works. Basically. It's like it's like okay, so you go out for walks and you like you kind of get some Pikmin, and then like as you walk, you'll see like other like little seed pods for like Pikmin, mm-hmm. so you can send some Pikmin to go like grab them. And so Pikmin to, like, are plant based creatures. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah. I no. Why would I know that? 
Because Pikmin doesn't do anything for games me. Media. <laughs> <laughs> Pikmin, Miyamoto came up with the idea for Pikmin when he was like gardening, and he was like, "Wouldn't it be fun if the little like vegetables came out and helped you complete your tasks?" And that's how he like came up with the idea of like pulling the little guys out of the ground, and they like help you do stuff. Um, so yeah, and then you walk more to like you know get the steps to like grow the Pikmin, and it's just like it's 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 pretty nothing. Um, cool. Yeah, there wasn't I'm a, glad that exists. There wasn't enough <laughs> Pikmin Four to make me go like whoopity do. So that's whatever. But I so I, no whoopity do is what I'm no whoopity well, Jordan. No whoopity. Just a whoopity, not a whoopity do. We'll Maybe say, just we'll a whoop. The, we'll say the whoopity do is pending. Pending. Uh, on, there it will on, be. Yeah. Pendity do. Further information. Um, a potential whoopity do. <laughs> Master detective. Whoop, there may be. <laughs> Jordan's like, I'm not having any of this. Please stop. Because <laughs> we're half an hour in. <laughs> I know. I feel like we've covered yeah. enough. Tunic oh, is coming I, yeah. there. I do want to. I do want to <laughs> like say, Master Detective Archives rain code looks friggin' awesome. Um, I didn't see that. It looks like it looks like action. Persona. <laughs> it looks like Persona mixed with action Phoenix right, and I'm like super into it. I want to play and... it. Take two. But that that's got nothing. That, that that's another exists. one. That, like that's that that was like, why doesn't this game come out on Switch first? Right? Like, that just seemed yeah. like a no brainer for the Switch. Yeah, I have a weird I have weird feelings about it takes two. Okay. Just because, because <laughs> are we unpacking that now? Or it's, it's so super weird. I'm sorry. It's about like <laughs> these two people who clearly like want to get divorced because they're not good enough for each other but then the story is like there's a magic book that's like no if you do a bunch of platforming trials you can solve all the problems with your marriage and it's like that's just not how you mean that's not works. what I'm supposed to do no <laughs> that like, might be why I'm divorced shit it's a super like narratively it's dang it so on a happy marriage is dark Brendan god <laughs> I mean so yeah weird. that's <laughs> I don't like the creator too much. I think he's uh, yeah. something Who? else. Uh, Joseph Ferez. Am I saying his name right? What has he done? That's bad. Uh, just his, his personality. He, he's the guy who always comes out at the Game Awards and makes a big spectacle of himself. And Jeff Keighley's like, yeah. oh no, he's he's saying the things again. Oh no, someone stop him. We treat, we treat. I'm not prepared for tonight. He's saying the mind. things again. He say, like "Oh no, he's so good. sensational. Oh, he's so. Oh, oh what's God. he gonna say?" I can't sit still tonight. All yeah, right. All just yeah, that's just okay. Nintendo happened. It happened. That's what I we'll, got. We'll leave it at. We'll leave it at my little pantomime display, making ass. I like it. So good. <laughs> a lot of that's a lot of 3ds cool. games coming to the Switch with zero yeah, changes. It's a lot of uh, style. Some great audio to, to cap it off with. Uh, <laughs> On the same day as the Direct, we got more of the announcements, uh, all of the announcements, or not so many really, uh, from the Sony State of Play, which showed us a bunch of stuff that's a little farther off. Uh, I was saying earlier that it was nice that Nintendo Direct was showing us some stuff that's like on the calendar with a date. And then Sony said, here's a bunch of windows to look through. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got the first look at Tekken 8, which looks like a Tekken. But I'm sorry, did we just say 8? Like, is it Tekken actually eight? number eight, or is it just no. that's the name? It is number eight. It is the eighth number Tekken eight. game. Okay. The main I don't know series. Tekken, so there's it that. It looks really good. Like, like Does it? Visually, I'm it currently looking at it. Beautiful. Oh, that's really good rain. That's a weird oh, thing to say, but like I mean it. I'm watching it no, right now. Like that's weird rain, but good like, rain. Like movement, everything. That game looks like... Well, what kind of game is it? Fighting. It's a fighting game. It's like Street Fighter. Oh, Okay. 
I'm less that's, enthused now. That's why they put Kazuya in Smash Bros. Because it's like Tekken's like a big She doesn't deal. know who that is. No, like I just told you I have no idea what's happening. You're like, but this is why this happened. Uh, okay. Kazuya. Yeah, it actually does look really nice though. Like the effects and stuff in the background. Yeah. Weather. I get very excited Beautiful. by weather in games. I want to see how the grass or... blows and how yeah. the weather looks. Let me see the water. That's that that is one of the things that like the next gen hardware can possibly make realistic for the first time like that's always been something that's like the big hurdles for developers well, to make realistic that's, looking that's why i got power. so annoyed with um oh what's this stupid game i just finished playing anybody remember that game i just reviewed that we didn't get to talk about that i really didn't like no, uh, i don't think you ever told me the yeah. name of it you just were grumbling about the thing you were well playing, i reviewed so. it and the review said it was bad why don't you read all my reviews all the time guys god uh steel rising yeah. You like, were alone in that. A lot of people didn't think it was very Yeah, cool. which I was super stressed out about. I thought I was going to be like the only one and be like, Haha, I'm just a dumb girl. That but uh, no, yeah. it it should have been my main complaint. And Brendan agreed, though he is not here at the moment, was that it just didn't look as good as it should. It's a game built for the current gen systems is what sh- we should be saying at this point. And it just yeah. looked like something a couple systems ago. Like the grass looked like crap. A bad grass that makes a bad game anyway back to sign. playstation and these beautiful raindrops that are tekken 8 yeah they are very good very nice raindrops they are very nice raindrops yeah. <laughs> tekken's never really been my favorite uh fighting game series like i like it but it's just not one i like that's grabbed me that much but uh i'm very curious to see how this one runs you know with more time in the next gen development uh, King of Fighters 15 was pretty good for a next gen fighter, but like this looks like a step above already. So I've got a King but, of Fighters. Um, that's coming just vaguely in the future. So who knows when we'll actually get to play it? Vaguely it's a thing that future. is existing. I'm interested to see, uh, Chris, what you think about Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Is that I'm the... of two minds because it's going to be a while until I actually get to Galaxy's Edge in person. So I'm like, okay, oh, cool. Let's explore the park in VR. That sounds fun. But it's also a VR2 title. And yeah. Yeah. like, it's VR2. <laughs> sounds fun. <laughs> but it's going to be a $600 add on probably that I yeah, probably. Of all actually play. So with inflation, I like the idea of it. Well. Yeah. I wasn't sure if they would like release a version that is not. VR. I don't know. Do they do that with games? I know they release mm. versions that are VR. So <laughs> they might. It's usually tacking on, not tacking off. <laughs> I would like them That's to tack a... off, please. <laughs> I can't. VR makes me not. Good. Yeah, agreed. Actually, to be fair, I don't think I've played a VR game since like it was put cell phones in headsets. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was the last time. And I have a PSVR. No, I have an you Oculus at home. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've got the Oculus at home. MetaQuest. Meta. Oculus is no longer thing. It's not an Oculus anymore. That's amazing. I just for the record, the box says Oculus. Yeah. So yeah. it's still an Oculus. I hate to break it to you. The new ones might not be, but this one has the name. I on think it. the software now says uh, MetaQuest, and they've got rid of all the Oculus branding. But yeah, it turns out if you work for Meta, Facebook, mm, they give you a VR headset. For whatever reason, has nothing to do with the job, but they're like, "Here's a headset, and it's sitting in a box in it my house." Soon script. will be. Yeah, so maybe I should try VR again and see if it makes it's me like, want to throw up. It's like, just take this. <laughs> just, just take this box on your way out of the office, please. It's cluttering our, our hallway. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I should do that. 
I should give like a real VR game a try and not just be like, VR made me hit my head on something, so I'm done. Clement will thank you for that. He might, yeah. Yeah, he will. We'll high five he, in, in the metaverse. I'm sorry. He wants more people on his team, so. <laughs> I'll <you> leave. <laughs> I apologize for that bad um, Yeah, one other thing they showed was the Hogwarts Legacy getting a, a, a unique quest, and that mm-hmm. just kind of made me sad that it didn't happen earlier. Because uh, it looks like a nice game, but I really don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like that game would have been my jam. And that makes my heart sad. Mm-hmm. It's like seeing your ex and they're they're doing good for themselves. You're like, damn. Hey, man, I got to meet Voldemort this week. So, like, damn it. Yeah. Voldemort's he got did. a nice nose. I did. He does. He's all right. He grew up back. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. We're good. I mean, I guess, I guess theoretically... If you did want to play it, you could just like pick it up like a year after it comes out when it's on sale, and then like sales mat chart like doesn't matter. Do you like buy it and then like make a donation to like does that? I don't know. Yeah, they could do that, or wait till it's like used copies are floating around because if you buy used, it doesn't go to buy the used copy and still make the full donation. I don't. I don't think that's going to undo it though. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. I hate when dumb people ruin things. <laughs> yeah. To be clear, her, not people. Yeah. Yes. We got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. Just, just, just got to be clear there, okay? <laughs> dumb people in general. Mm. You were the chosen one, Anakin. Yes. <laughs> uh, <sighs> uh, yeah. Um, There's a one big surprise announcement was Rise of the Ronin from Team Ninja. Yeah. Uh, this looks cool. But I was again really bummed out at the end of it when I was like, "Oh, that's just 2024." Okay, well, I guess that's I'll fine, wait. and that'll probably change 17 times. So more like 2017. Yes, yeah. you'll get yeah. another trailer in 2024, and they'll be like, "Just kidding." Yeah. Uh, I think I'm a little Please jaded, guys. I think I'm mm-hmm. a little cranky tonight. It's like nothing's coming ever. <laughs> be sad. Why would anything good ever happen? Yeah. Uh, at first, though, I, it was giving me some like Ghost of Tsushima vibes, and I was like, "Oh wow, they're really, they're doing a sequel already!" And it looks like it's set in uh, like the end of the samurai era. That'd be kind of cool, but it's mm-hmm. something else entirely. But it's still a cool setting, like historically. Yeah. Like, the the rebellions that led to the downfall of the samurai are like one of my favorite parts of history. So I'm excited for this one. I, I, I again, I just hope it's not too like souls like if i can complain about that a little bit. <laughs> we have Ghost of Tsushima already. Like, do we need another souls? type combat that's uh, i mean like what was the other one team ninja did um sekiro was that them? no, no that was, still that was soft. Uh, neo they did neo neo they did neo yeah. too, which are very souls like samurai games and i guess team ninja was technically um, stranger of paradise Final fantasy origins too so again souls yeah so, that's true i mean we, like we can do an action game that's not a souls like you know it's not illegal <laughs> no yeah, half the souls like Damn. Yeah, because I mean, based on based on like everything, it doesn't seem like there's any real like implication that it's gonna be a Souls like. So it's just like yeah, Team Ninja's reputation and like the trends in the industry now. It's like it's probably a Souls like, right? It's gotta be. Yeah, one hundred percent, thousand percent. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's not. We can do something more original. Am I the I only one that still is like no souls like? Because it makes me sad. You played a souls game. Yeah, remember how that went, Brendan? Mm, you were there. Remember amazing. when I found out it was a souls like? Remember how that well. went? To be fair, everybody else hated it too, so it wasn't my fault. But, 
I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Like, I don't really like the I don't dedicated the Souls ones. I don't yeah, have no, a, like, the patience for it right now. I don't have the time for it. And, like, jumped into it. I was like, yeah, I can review this in two weeks. Uh, just kidding. I haven't killed kidding. one thing, and it's been six hours. Damn. I just snorted into the microphone. I'm yeah, so sorry. I, I didn't hear it, but she called it out now, so I'm going to hear it in the replay. Yeah, absolutely. If you go back through Team Ninja's, like, history, they've definitely done a lot more, like, Ninja Gaiden's and dead or alives than they have any uh souls likes and even if it is like a ninja gaiden like I, that's like that was the hard game trend before souls like was the ninja gaiden like yeah. if we can say that like that well, was I a feel like, series that thrust through the hell of me back in the day too I, I, i'll say having having replayed them not super long ago when i reviewed the master collection like there's there's definitely was like the very first ninja gaiden that was on the xbox is like punishingly hard and it's like kind of a callback to like the old school ninja gaiden but i feel like two and three definitely made it a lot easier and a lot more like action focused mm. so like yeah, i don't know if they the learn from their mistakes <laughs> the first one was the remake of the like the old xbox one right because they, um, they released them under like the sigma names or something well, yeah, oh, that right. was, yeah that was sigma yeah yeah which and even that one, it's still it's still pretty like it's it's pretty true to the original. But I don't know. I mean, they did uh, other M. That was cool. Yeah, I won't say anything about that one. <laughs> so much enthusiasm. Was, it's it's a other M's a loaded gun in the yeah. Metroid community. People will a, uh, will draw on you when you bring it up. <laughs> it's a mostly good. Metroid game. Terrible story, this... terrible characterization of Samus, but pretty good game. I enjoyed the gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Leave it to that. Um, <laughs> something else that was personally, I was uh, pretty interested in the uh, Stellar Blade trailer, formerly known as Project Eve. That's something that we saw I think at the last day of play, and I thought oh, that's kind of, that kind of cool, and then they brought it back again. I was like, what the hell is this? I've never seen this before. Oh, wait, no, it's this thing. Yeah, it's that like, uh, Bayonetta-like. <laughs> Yeah, but with like a twist, I can't quite put my finger on. And it looks like it's doing his own thing too. But uh, yeah, the beta influence is definitely <laughs> this there. One has a, this one has a sexy Japanese girl, whereas Bayonetta is a sexy British girl. You see, yeah, and Beta is in the present instead of Blades. It's some kind of future situation. So yeah, totally and different. And she's a witch, which is magic, and this is clearly technology, which is sci-fi. <laughs> Six degrees of separation. There you uh, go. It's <laughs> but uh yeah, that's another vague uh sometime in 2023 exclusive. But uh, we'll see what comes out of that. Was there anything else dropping out to anybody else? Well, do you guys play God of War? Like, is that a oh God of War was yeah? I guess that was a thing. Super was, excited about that. Of, yeah, it's kind of like the big thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, it's like it's like the thing. <laughs> I mean, Maybe, depends perhaps. on your perspective, but kind of yeah. just skirted by, you know. Nobody really cared. Yeah, I didn't watch wait. It. Um, I've never played a God of War game, so. Before before we get onto God of War, so this whole um, PlayStation Stars thing is is that just NFTs? Because it sounds no. like NFTs. It sounds yeah. like it, but think more like the Steam trading cards and collectibles and stuff like that. Um, I was gonna compare it to. Do uh, you guys both play to Astros, right? Yeah, you know how you go through Astros, and there's like, here's a PlayStation, and here's an older PlayStation. Like that's what yeah, I was that thinking. That was, like, was like that was like a cute little like connection to the game yes, itself. But which now, was like, hey, here's you can PS5. buy digital PS5s that are little pictures. 
<laughs> but I don't want to do that. I don't know what you have to buy it with. Like, I guess it's like reward points. Am I that's, mistaken? That's stupid. That's a very that's I would not agree. good idea. Like, I mean, yes. if I'm not mistaken, um, Xbox, you get like you get points and you can spend them on like games. Is that what gamer score is? I thought that was just no. It's not gamer score. It's something different. Down. But yeah, you can absolutely. I take a minute. I can go find it. But yeah, I've got a bunch of points, and they're like spend your points, and they're like it'll say plays play this many games this week, and if you do that, you get points, and then you can buy stuff. And I know people that are saving them up and buying entire like new games with them. Yeah, and Nintendo PlayStation's over here too. like, hey guys, but don't you want a picture of another PlayStation? Don't what digital? Model. I mean, it's a thing. <laughs> Ask me how I feel. Ask me. How do you You're feel? really loving it. Look at my face. <laughs> so back when it was announced in July, uh, Phil, our writer, compared it to the platinum point system that, that Nintendo has. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like you get little bonus things just for playing the games and doing other stuff like that. Like it's not it's not an NFT because that's a whole other thing. Like that's got the whole blockchain implications and stuff like that. From what I, I mean, I don't really understand NFTs that well. I just know they're a worse version of DLC, essentially. Um, yeah, I don't get it. But uh, yeah, no, it's it sounds to me like what Steam does with the trading card thing that they have. If you don't, if you don't use Steam, like you can get trading cards from playing most games, I think. Um, and then those things can be traded in, and you get like emoticons based on the game, or like profile backgrounds. Little. How many different rewards do you need to get for one thing? Because like. There's Xbox has achievements, PlayStation has trophies, I think, mm, right? Yeah. And now you're going to get something else on top of that, all of which you can do absolutely nothing with. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> but we gamers love completionism and collecting stuff. Yeah, I'm a sucker for that, but I like that in my game. Fair. Yeah. Like, I will collect, like, Animal Crossing. My, my island just has a huge patch of cement that. I have collections on. I've got the whole diner collection. Like that is what I do. And I'm like, here they're displayed. And when you run through it, it glitches. So, (laughs) but like, that is what I do in my game. Not like, what are you going to do with that in your system? I'm going to go look at these pictures now. What? What? Maybe. Rage. Yeah. I think it's some like making more of like a outside of game experience too. Like it's like, Oh, check out my profile. I've got this stuff. Like, I don't know. I barely look at anything in my actual like system. I'm like in the game. Outside, I don't know what it looks like. Try to keep you in the game when you're out of the game. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> really salty about that, apparently. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's valid. Um, yeah, Ragnarok, uh, that controller looks nice, but that was about it does. I mean, yeah. to me, the trailer just was just kind of more of the same. I'm also I'm, not that excited for Ragnarok because I haven't played the first game, so yeah, I'm not the I'm market not a, for this God of War. Oh, I don't like God of War, but I really like that controller. Like, again, don't even play PlayStation, really. I I could if I wanted to. How about that? You really and, should uh, play God of War. I mean, it's one of those I, backlog games where I was just like, oh, I yeah. should play this, and it's just sitting there with my PS Plus yeah. collection gathering. I do need like dust. a new grown-up game like i can i please tell you how many like farming simulators i've downloaded onto my switch or my xbox in the last like three days i'm just piling them up like this mm-hmm. is exhausting like how many farms I am i going to tend to i need to stab something so, so you're farming farm sims in other words i am pretty much oh, my life is so sad no chase your bliss <laughs> yeah i've got i've got a few coming um yeah one of which Jordan can't really talk about right now. Can I not talk about it? 
Not till tomorrow. Well, this is coming out tomorrow. No, it's today. we're live. We're it's live currently. Oh, damn it. We can talk about its existence, just not your thoughts and opinions. Oh, shit, we're live? <laughs> There's a demo for it, so I feel like I can talk about it. They probably talk about demo you're, you're, it. You're dancing with the demo right there, Joe. Yeah, you can talk about the demo, but you can't screw it up. So long as you say nothing that's outside of the demo. Yeah. <laughs> I never didn't play that much. I, I can talk about the game that he's talking about too, though. Because so. that's how demos and embargoes work. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I forgot. Yeah. Didn't this happen? Didn't we go through this with Kirby? <laughs> you were real well, mad no, about that. Let's not rehash that. No, I was able um, to talk about Kirby, though, when, when uh, we talked about it on podcast. Yeah. Anywho, that Anyways, is not part of this conversation. So, so yeah. for those who for those who did play Ragnar like God of War or like or like the last one, it was there much shown in that trailer because to me it was just kind of like, oh, here's the story. Like it didn't look like the like they were doing much, but stoking in the fire the flames of hype. Uh my partner was pretty excited about it. That's all I got though. <laughs> yeah, I was mean like, it, yes, trailer. And I was like, Yay, you got that. So I think I think especially like with, with something like this, um, less is more like okay. they showed off you know a little bit more of the story so we kind of have like a, a bit of a idea of like what's gonna transpire but like the last god of war was like so well built on its story that like kind of showing too much i think would definitely spoil it because like we very clearly entered into a new realm of god of war that is like much more um dramatized i would say okay whereas like the original three were like they had a, a pretty decent story but like we all mostly came there for the action and the uh and like the the qtes because those like it's one of the few games that actually like doesn't overdo it with the qts or uh, originally seems a lie <laughs> Uh, no, because it's like it was. They 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 balanced it pretty nicely. I, think. I mean, depends which game. There's some games that they didn't, but yes, sure. I well, I only played the original three, so I don't know if they. Those Anyways. ones feel like they were pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, like I think it, it just like showing off a little bit more of the combat. It's like they didn't show out anything outside of like the stuff you kind of got in the first one, like the Blades of Chaos and mm -hmm. the the Frost Axe and everything. Um, Leviathan Axe. Is it called the Leviathan Axe? I forget now. I thought, it was, I thought it actually had like a proper name, but it's like the Leviathan Axe. Went well, I thought it was like, you know, like the way like Mjolnir is like a proper like Norse name. Um, I forgot though. And uh, I mean, anyone who played through the first one already kind of knew that Thor was going to show up because he shows up at the end. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, but it's the Leviathan Axe. He's he's there now, so I mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I guess it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be cool because it looks like they're doing the more like like proper like Norse depiction of Thor rather than like the Marvel version of it, which I think everyone's more accustomed to. So I'm okay. sure he's gonna run around and be an absolute asshole, and everyone's gonna be like, "That's not the <laughs> Thor I know." Another he's not yeah, he's not the Thor you know, period. <laughs> Odin was also a dick. Like they're all oh yeah, they were all dicks. <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll see. Um I, I, I'm curious to I'm curious about how one major plot element that I will not say 
uh, mm-hmm. will potentially play out in this. Um, okay. Because, the mystery. Know, yeah, it's sort of about Atreus. That's okay. as far as I'll go. Okay, I know what you mean, but sure. Yeah, but it's, I'm not, yeah so I'm, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's mm-hmm. like now that he's older, I'm curious to see like how things will transpire with his storyline. Um, but it looks really good. I'm excited. I'd, I'd love to have a PS5 to be able to play it. Fair. Fair <laughs> I have one on to a, be able to not play it. I'm on a list. I signed up for a, a list through, with Sony that they will email me. As oh, we know you're on a list. Available. Oh, you're on a few lists, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real yeah. jerks that love Nintendo. Top anyway. 10. That's there, the list, sure. Is there That's anything else yeah. from this state of play that any of us care about? Um, no, I think that's I, about it. I mean, right. like a dragon, I'm sure is for somebody, oh, but not for me. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be, but all those games are fun, so that's just gonna be a, a big old barrel of laughs. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Oh, actually, I, I guess it's February 2023, but it's actually not that far. It's like seven no. months, eight months. Not, not even that. Five, it's five guys. I'm glad you could. Only months. Time, time has no meaning. All these squares make Everything a circle. It's fine. Is pretty well within the like, like coming soon release window, right? Like even God of War is coming out like November, two months. Yeah, two months away. <laughs> So we do have a pretty a pretty solid slot of games coming out. Like it was it was it's it's kind of a weird like like disparate thing because even like with like the direct, it's like it was kind of weird because it, it's something that Nintendo is usually pretty good at is like having stuff for the direct and not having like coming soon or like sometime next year as their release window. Mm-hmm. Like they usually have dates for things. Um it was pretty good to see that Zelda actually has a release date, which is like what I like think March it's cute that year. we're all pretending release dates are real now. That's adorable. <laughs> no, I guess yeah, I guess it doesn't matter at the end of the day if they need. Although to there's no like pandemic in the middle now, so it stands a chance. No. Well, yeah, it stands a chance. We might get there, folks. Maybe we might. We'll see. We'll find out soon enough. Uh, speaking of getting somewhere. Uh, Brendan, you and Dana went somewhere this week. Yes, we did. What? Did we? That doesn't sound true. I'm pretty sure I was here the Mm. whole time. Yeah, you dreamed that whole entire thing, actually. Yeah. It explains a lot, to be perfectly honest. I didn't sleep for a week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Talk about how Brendan and I got maybe two hours of sleep every night while we were gone. Yeah, we really killed it on that front. (laughs) So we went to TIFF. That happened. Where'd you go? Yeah, I guess we never got there. Uh, <laughs> we went to the so Toronto International Film Festival. Shaq is still there. Um, mm, what's he saying? We're still writing things and possibly watching digital movies. So I guess TIFF has not ended. It ends on never Sunday. Ends. Sunday. That's a long festival. Damn. It is. So very long. So it's only like a full week. It's actually not that long. It's, it's more than a full week. It started on Wednesday. Sorry, well, oh. Stuff for it started on Wednesday and it goes until two Sundays. So, math mm. calendar 10 days oh, that's like a fifth of the House of the Dragon season. That's a long yeah. time, yeah. It, it's it's some time. 
Um, yeah, Brendan, go ahead. Um, it was an interesting festival. The hard thing is TIFF's hard, a hard thing to really discuss as a festival because it has so many elements that are just all over the place. You have like the films, you have the like events around the things, you have the red carpets, you have the rumor mills, you have everything coming out of TIFF. And um, this festival was no different. Um, there was no real big scandals compared to Venice and all the other stuff, uh, but you did have some fun red carpets that we were at that were yes. interesting. Yes, that is true. We got to do some red carpets. Mm -hmm. We clearly did not figure out what we wanted to talk about for TIFF. This is going really well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, we did, did that. Watch? Uh, what did we watch? Um, everything. Uh, Shaq, I think, just counted his 15th movie. He's on movie oh 15 on his own. Now, he's not writing all of those. Like He saw a bunch that we've seen, and he's kind of just seeing some mm. for fun, which is cool. Um, uh, yeah. Like I'm jealous of how that guy can watch movies. Like, I feel like I haven't watched, I a, like, sat down and, like, watched a movie. Like, I downloaded Monster Hunter because I was like, I'm going to finally watch this movie. I know it's supposed to be a giant pile of crap, mm -hmm. but I want to watch it because I know it'll be fun. And this was, like, a month ago. <laughs> and I have not watched it. I think that's a new problem, though. Like, and then see, I go on TikTok, not... and I see that Shaq has watched, like, his, like, 10th movie of, like, two days. Yeah, I, uh... I'm not huge into movie watching. I like movies. I just don't, I can't focus like that. Like my downtime, my downtime, I want to just like die inside and not think. And since I've started this job, every time I see a movie or even a TV show, I start like criticizing it or, or tearing right. it apart or being like, hey, I should write something about this. I'm like, Whoa, dear no, God. Boss. Like, <laughs> so I just stop now, right? And um, I had said to, to Brendan, I've never seen a movie by myself in my life. This was mm. my first time I was like watching movies alone. And yeah. I saw some heavy movies. And I learned that crying in a movie when you're with somebody feels normal. Crying in a movie when you're sitting alone makes you <laughs> feel like a crazy person. <laughs> like I felt insane. I'm like, somebody's going to see me. Ugh, ugly crying in the corner. I'm going to throw it out there. I was sitting in a few movies just for myself, for um, like The Whale, etc. And I saw lots of people around me that were alone crying. So I feel that is normal. And they were men. Just okay. throwing it out there. there you yeah, go. no. Men men have feelings too, man. I mean, I shed a tear. I shed a tear for some of these movies. Mm, I'm pretty sure you're dry inside. Dry? <laughs> dry. Mm, that's a sentence I wish I could Dead inside, you mean? Take that back. No, I meant dry inside because of the crying thing, but they're, mm, I take it back. I, yeah, mm, that's, do I? That take two? Do I? Yeah. Nah. No, I'm committing. Let's go. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you were asking what we saw. Um, there were quite a few things we saw together just because we weren't sure who was better to cover it or because we had like a four-hour gap in our schedule. Um, there were things we saw parts. Uh, me personally, uh, the first thing that we saw was Triangle of Sadness. Yes, that's it's a Woody Harrelson movie. It's a... Yeah, Triangle all I keep telling people is it's an experience. I went into it knowing absolutely nothing. I was like, I think they're on a boat. And that was the extent of my knowledge of this movie. And uh, I cannot recommend going in, into it like that enough. Like, it was good. The entire time I was like, what is happening? Where is this going? I don't understand. And in like the best possible way, it was a lot of fun. It went places that were just strange. It, it went some places. Um, and then let's see. Let's let's go through this. What did we see? Way too many things. I've got a calendar that will tell us, folks. Oh, God. The there calendar. Go. The calendar. So, yeah, Triangle of Sadness was the first thing. And then we went into uh, Weird Al. 
which mm-hmm. Brendan's review nice. is up on the site. My review for Triangle Sadness is up. Uh, we were lucky we got to go to the premiere for Weird Al. So, like, yep. Daniel Radcliffe was there. Weird Al was there. Judd, nope, not Judd. Wrong movie. Uh, <laughs> who else was there for that? Oh, um, wow. Uh, I'm so glad we were. Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, Evan Rachel Wood was there for that. Like, so that was pretty cool. Um, my niece told me she hates me because I was in the same room with Daniel Radcliffe at one point, the same room with Ray Fiennes at one point. So Wait, she has you're in the same room I with Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've been disowned by her, but uh, that was pretty cool. We got to listen to a Q and A, and just everyone kind of had a blast with the movie. It was wild. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't quite a true biopic. <laughs> no, and, and, and that was the funniest thing because like I was talking about wanting to see it, and like I was with my mom. And she was like, I had no idea that he was in this like long standing relationship with Madonna. And I was like, Mom, he Mom, what? <laughs> so, it's like, huh? like problem with alcohol and stuff. I'm like, Bob, the Mom. whole thing is a joke. Like, like <laughs> little bits and pieces are maybe based on fact, but it's like, it's mm-hmm. the whole thing's a parody. Like, no, yeah. I read an article. It said he, he dated Madonna for a long time. I'm like, no, he's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, he didn't he went a thousand percent did not <laughs> anyway that was an experience uh i was supposed to see moving on and didn't because that was really early in the morning and we went to a midnight madness for weird al and i was like you know what i'm not gonna do <laughs> sleep for two really minutes. early <laughs> yeah. you know what happened anyway i slept for two minutes um i saw prisoner's daughter with kate beckinsale mm-hmm. and brian brian cox Cox. Okay, I was gonna say Gleason. That was not right. Um, Different person, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, not the same person. Uh, That one was rough. Mm -hmm. Um, It was very much like trying to be, trying to win an Oscar. Yeah, like Mm. it was Oscar bait. Oscar bait. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, uh, Brian Cox was good. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. I'm still trying to figure out. Like, I still legitimately don't know if she was playing a character or if she is actually that plastic now like she was pointy harsh <laughs> yeah no like it well she plays like a vegas showgirl but uh, i legitimately don't know if that like so i don't know maybe that means she did a good job um but yeah it was i don't know it was just kind of annoying like there were yeah. moments like i have I, I've lost my father, so like there were moments where there was like some father-daughter stuff happening that I was like, mm, my heart. But then I was just like, this is trying really hard. Um, and it was really predictable. Like Brendan hmm. and I the whole time were like, so this is what's happening next. Oh, yep. there it goes. Um, <laughs> one of those, yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely one of those. Uh, we saw a movie called Roost, which wasn't like one of the, the bigger ones, but it was actually pretty good. Um, it. it just premiered tonight, actually. So uh, the review just went up on the site a couple I, hours ago. I personally feel that there was a tonal issue later in the film that didn't really. Its morality was all kind of mixed for me, but I think it was good otherwise. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, that that movie also goes places. It's like twist, twist, twist. There's a, so. there's a few twists. It goes to a few places. Mm-hmm. So. Would recommend though. Still, mm-hmm. uh, I put down before we saw it that I wanted to see it because it looked like a slutty movie. It's not really. Still good though. <laughs> it's not at all. That's the criteria. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah i thought so uh and then i think our next one up that night was bros so that's the yeah. billy eichner movie uh produced by judd apatow now question yeah did did you see that before hose <laughs> i'm leaving goodbye turn off turn camera he's good no um we got to go <laughs> <laughs> we got to go to the premiere for bros too so um so like the entire cast was there and that cast yeah. is jam-packed with like everyone from the lgbt yeah. um and it was really cool to listen to them after the movie just talk about how much it meant to them um it is the first uh gay-led movie made by a major studio um mm. i believe it's universal yeah. With like, uh, like majority like LGBTQ like, like actors and actresses, entire too, right? cast. Yeah, yeah. I is, just read it th- the entire cast. Is the um boyfriend in the movie gay as well? I am ninety percent sure, since they said the entire cast. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know he does. He does like Hallmark movies for a lot of his things. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's yeah. super cute. Uh, yeah, he's he also is, from yeah. here. He's from Ontario. Yeah, he's from London. I think. No. Is it Ontario? I just know he, it's Canadian. He is, from Canadian. London, he is from London, Ontario. Yeah, there you go. Chris. There you go. Oh, um, I'm this. Yeah, of course. But I have to say it was really good. Like it, it think like Bridesmaids, it's that kind of comedy. Um, I don't know if you know anything about Billy Eichner, if you've seen Billy on the Street and he oh, just God, like goes yeah. a mile a minute. So this funny. movie definitely goes a mile a minute. Like the first half, like there's no spaces between anybody's sentences. <laughs> but uh <laughs> It's a lot of fun. It's got some sweet moments. It's got some dumb moments. It's got some stereotypical moments. So, but um, listening to the talk about it after, like Billy Eichner was oh. in tears. Like this means a lot. What? He came out in two thousand and eight. There you go. Same. Yeah. No, not true. But um, <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was a lot of fun, and it was again. It was a late show. The theater was just howling for like a solid probably hour non-stop laughing and then mm. it gets into like some serious stuff and i guess the the main message of the movie is just to take up space and that makes me happy mm-hmm. um i don't know so, how much more do we want to go through um we might as well go we have uh, there's a few let's go for the major ones that really kind of move chris us. what were you gonna say i was gonna ask you about uh, alice darling because you saw anna kendrick on the red carpet for that mm. and then i tried to find a trailer for it online i couldn't find anything yeah. so I'm There's barely, there isn't even a movie poster for that. Um, Alice Darling was really good. Uh, it was not my favorite of, like, it wasn't my my ten out of ten, if you will, mm-hmm. but was still probably my favorite. Let's put it that way. Didn't score the highest, but like scored the highest in my heart. Uh, and not yeah. just because I'm in love with Anna Kendrick, who, by the way, I got to talk to, and I only freaked out like a little bit, <laughs> a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Alice Darling is about um, emotional and mental abuse in relationships um it it's mm, it hits close to home in a few ways and it kind of made me look at a lot of the things that i do in my relationships and even my friendships uh and notice things that have been done to me that i may not have noticed um it's very much about um alice anna kendrick's character she is in a relationship with a man and she has you know um pulled away from her friends uh she can't go out for drinks because he'll judge her he he's messaging her while she's out saying i wish you were here which sounds really sweet and innocent but you well, see no, it goes it's deeper not. and it's deeper so manipulative. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's about that sort of thing. It's gaslighting. It's manipulation. It's guilt. She's starving herself. It's um, it's a lot. And then the secondary but way better message is like the power of friendship. So there is this group of three women that have been friends since they were children, and this relationship is kind of pulling her away from that. Right. And um, it 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 comes together. Um, I believe I let out a loud cheer at one point in the movie, <laughs> but like it was, it was a hard watch. Um, Anna Kendrick crushed it. Like there's no like, you know, crazy speeches or anything like that, mm -hmm. but like just watching her fall apart. Like one of the things that she does to cope is like pulls out her hair and it's, it's hard because I, I, part of the message in that is you, you know, somebody that's been there. You probably know someone that's there right now or you're doing it and might not know. And, uh, mm -hmm. it was, it was rough. I'm tearing up a little bit. Um, but it was really good. Uh, the women in the movie are badass. I got to speak to one of them and she towered over Brendan, which was fun. She, she could kill me. If she wanted to. <laughs> so, uh, but it, it was cool. And Anna Kendrick is with heels on shorter than me without heels on. Yeah. So like she is, we, and this woman was gigantic. So there's, um, <laughs> the only image that's out for the movie right now is Anna Kendrick between these two women. And like, she's just so protected. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was Alice Darling. Um, women talking is another major one. Really, really hard subject matter. Uh, it's about like women in a Mennonite colony. They find out that the men have been drugging and raping the women and children, and they have to decide to stay and fight, leave, or pretend nothing happened. And it's just a two-hour movie of two days of these women talking, and it is brutal. I will never watch it again, but it was great. <laughs> And that is all I'm going to stay on that because that's a lot of talking about sad stuff. Brendan, mm. move on to your sad stuff. I don't think I. Oh yeah, I guess the oh, whale. Oh yeah, the whale. You didn't yeah. see anything oh, sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whale is sad. The whale is like. You, everyone does anyone know um, Aronofsky from his work like uh, Requiem for a Dream and that sort of thing? Yes, that that was a scarring movie when I was way yeah. too young to watch it. That's yeah, that, the thing they show in like drug presentations when we were in high yeah. school. Yeah. Uh, well, this is a similar level of dark, uh, but it's about with less double-ended dildos, I assume. As far, like, yeah, I managed to work that into a podcast. I know. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what the character of Charlie has in his back room, but who knows? Yeah. Um, but it is oddly dark it is about a man that basically has lost everything and has given up and he has basically eaten them used food as a way to kind of deal with the pain because his partner died from not eating so it's weirdly dark um i so wonder if they took inspiration from like seven anybody anybody remember that? i mean <laughs> it is uh, it is it's a hard watch some people have said that it's um hateful because of the uh, how Brendan Fraser is portrayed but I don't think it's meant to be that way I think it's more of meant to be a look at one man's pain and how it is kind of expressed throughout like uh, visually even though it's underneath the surface it's much different um, and I think Brendan Fraser did a fantastic role in that movie that brought you saw that raw emotion brought to the screen in a way that I don't think Frazier has done in before. I think it was a great, a great character. 
I don't ever again, much like women topping, I don't think I will ever watch the whale again because it is just about like two hours of someone dying, and I don't need more of that in my life. Yeah, that's fair. You know what we do need to talk about though? What? So we saw the sun, which is the the Hugh Jackman mm, yeah. movie. We'll we'll talk about that movie in a minute. But more importantly, we will talk about how Entertainment Tonight said that Hugh Jackman got a ten minute standing ovation for that movie when Brendan and I were six feet away from Hugh Jackman, and that never happened. No, it was like, to, like a minute of Brendan Fraser's ovation. Yeah, like we were. Serious. My mom's like, "This is what Entertainment Tonight or ET Can or whatever it's called is saying," and I'm like, uh, "That didn't happen." No. And she's like, well, they said that it did. I'm like, well, I was, I was there. there. I could have thrown something at Hugh Jackman, which we didn't yeah. know until the end of the movie after we spent the whole movie making fun of the movie. So that's awkward. Um, yeah, that didn't yeah. happen like at all. Maybe two minutes, maybe. Even then, Long enough more. for Brendan and I to sit there and say, I'm not standing up for this. And then to stand up because we felt weird. And then to sit back down. That's that's well, it was definitely it was not over two minutes at most. And even then it probably was like a minute and something, and we just kind of like awkwardly like, should we stand up? I don't know. I don't want to stand up. That was not worth standing ovation. <laughs> yeah, so well, I guess Hugh Jackman maybe was, but yeah, but nothing yeah, else. That didn't happen. I just want the world to know that that didn't happen. No. I mean, to be fair, how how many times have you been in a standing ovation where you're like, Yeah, this is a valid or and it's not just like whatever everyone else is doing and i can't just sit, sit down or all week I've, I've seen a few um there's a few i've stood for during tiff that i thought yep yeah that's worth it yeah the bros one was good and then billy eichner yelled i want a standing ovation longer than brendan fraser's so I think people the get menu, the menu one was worth it like that one lasted about two to three minutes we will get to the menu but yeah. uh yeah just wanted to be clear that that didn't happen yeah. do we talk about the sun yeah, i mean sure it's not it's, it's not much to say awful <laughs> No, there's lots to say. It's terrible. Like, terrible. And I don't understand how it's not. Like, no. I think the biggest problem... Uh, after was that it was terrible? Was that the problem? script, uh, I think the translated script and the kid that plays Nicholas is just bad in the role. So you can start with the script is just awkward. Like, yeah. there's not a contraction in the entire thing yeah. there. I wish I would have wrote down like examples while we were watching it, but just like everything was completely unnatural. Mm -hmm. There, There's mm -hmm. a teenager yelling at his father in like the most formal way possible. And you're like, those are not words that anybody would use. And what about father? No, what yeah. about the, I still find the thing of I'm invited to a house party, but I don't know how to dance. So I can't go. I'm like, no one in the history of, ever <laughs> has ever no in place. the 50s they said that and yeah. then and then from there the family goes into a living room dance party which okay fine i have absolutely done that in my house and then the mother and father are still dancing their hearts out and it pans over to the kid just standing behind them like and they're still going like they, they can they can see him they were looking literally looking at him and he's just sitting looking off into space. Like he's going to stab himself in the eye and they're just still living their best lives. So like there was a all, lot of. But hmm. all well, the baby's sleeping like five feet away from them. That is true. And Was Chris can attest the that they would not. No. They turn no. the music way up. No that, success. That has nothing no. to do with what Chris was just saying, but that's fine. Yeah. So that was like. Those are just some of the issues. Like the foreshadowing was just awful and obvious. Mm, the yeah. portrayal of mental health. Now I will be the first to say that everyone's mental health journey is completely different. But like if you took somebody that has never had like any sort of anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, whatever, and they drew you a picture of what being sad looks like, 
this would be it. I hear when you're sad, you yell about being sad a lot. Yeah, like it just, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it, it felt like, like completely just not genuine, not, mm. not researched. Mm. And it was like, it, as somebody who struggles in that department quite a bit, I'm like, nah, I don't like it. I'm not taking this. And That's it was fair. bad. And if anybody else says it's not bad, I'm going to be like, they're wrong. You're, you're in good company on that one because a lot of people seem to be uh, not liking this one. And like people were saying that this is like going to be a masterpiece. And again, I know that you can jump into these kinds of movies and like people be like, this is art. And I'm like, am I just stupid? No, I was not <laughs> no. stupid. No, that one, that one, Believe it or not, Dana, art is pretentious sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't stupid. It was bad. I mean, talking to like the uh, writer slash translator and talking to the director, I walked into this movie thinking, oh, they put a lot of time into mental health. They, they're going to treat it with care. And then I'm like, after 10 minutes, I'm like, lean over. I'm like, this is not good. And I'll say so Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh Jackman did a great job with what he was yep. given, but it was still not natural. Like, it was still mm. eh. Like, we there's don't... plot holes in the story where they keep talking about, well, my dad is doing this. And you're like, but that number like why didn't they sh like they're skipping scenes for some it's stupid that's hmm. all i've got <laughs> though i did get to meet hugh jackman on the red carpet too yeah. so like so it's worth it kind of, it was a big week for me guys <laughs> this is a big but week for me after watching that movie do you have any idea what his job was well i don't think we needed to he was just important Being business dude that has Rich money as fuck maybe it's from the kid's perspective and the kid has no idea what he does he just knows that He's I thought he was a lawyer for half the movie, but then he's listed as like a businessman. I'm like, okay, sure. Listed? Where is he listed? What are we discussing? I was thinking he had a description about like, like synopsis of the movie. Well, it Law originally came from yeah, that's true. It originally came from a play, so yeah. and plays are pretty vague and stuff like that. Like I'm going off to my business work. <laughs> That's a fair. It's a mess. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Anyways. That's how we feel about that. Uh, we have a happy thing. Uh, we saw the menu, which mm. is incredible. Probably our favorite My collectively. Favorite. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's uh, it's Rafe Rafe Fines. Rafe Fines. Yeah. Freaking Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> John Leguizamo, <laughs> Nicholas Holtz, uh, people whose names I can't remember that I got to interview. And Taylor really Joy. Cool. Is that right? Yeah, Anna Taylor Joy. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. It's a horror movie, kind of. It's but a then also, drama thriller. But also hilarious and outrageous. It's a comedy, too. It's a dark, like, it's a satire about, like, opulence and how people that go to these, like, pretentious restaurants don't really appreciate anything they're doing. And it's showing how people that get to that position of being basically super elitist. The people that work in the kitchen and the people that work in the in like the dining room or people that are in the dining room um, don't really appreciate it. And it's kind of about how that all turns on its head. When I think during the movie, Brendan has never worked in like a restaurant, which is fine. I spent most of my life there. My family owned a restaurant when I was a kid, and like the things that the host is saying to people. I'm like, she is saying everything we want to say. <laughs> it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was another movie where we're like, where is this? Go Why is that happening? What is going on? But it, in, in a good way, again, it was hmm. a lot of fun. Would recommend to pretty much everybody. So long as you can handle a little bit of blood, the, you can't the, maybe don't. The set, the set design and the like art direction was just fantastic. Even the, 
ridiculous things that happened that were beautiful. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. There's a final nope. scene. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's just designed so well. Yeah, it was. Uh, we're going to like speed through this so we're not boring everybody. We saw uh, he he saw Butcher's Crossing actually really, really liked it. Nicholas yeah. Cage. I got to not talk to Nicholas Cage, but watch walk him go by. Um, Catherine called Birdie. That's a Lena Dunham uh, family comedy. Uh, Bella Ramsey plays like a 14 year old uh, girl. Um, her parents are yes, her parents are Lord and Lady, uh, and they're trying to like marry her off, and she's horribly immature and like it, it's great. It was a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. I made Brendan sit through that one. Probably I didn't his enjoy favorite. that one. Yeah, that's not you don't like <laughs> happiness. So <laughs> um, it was really good though. It was a lot of fun. Uh we got my policeman asked Brendan how he felt about that. I I, I Dana toned back my words. I was a little bit meaner in the original version of the review that would be going last. Note, I changed his reviews apparently. Why do you gotta tell people that? Um but I felt it was shallow it was dull i didn't actually understand none of the characters really had those weren't the words i toned back by the way no uh harry styles is a bad actor and i don't care who knows <laughs> that's fine that's good Wait, so what, like which one was that uh my policeman so he was um don't worry darling also shown no, no that was not at tiff. tiff that was at uh okay. the other Venice. one Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was at TIFF too. I was about no, to ask that one that didn't one. come to TIFF. Uh, uh, Harry Styles again, was, was also playing Dill Hole. Yeah, I was watching the trailer for it. I'm like, oh, why is this guy getting roles? Just because he was in One Direction? Like, it doesn't seem like he's a good actor. Just in the trailer. Because he's the whole spitting some thing. form of queer. Yes. That's mm. that's all there is to it. Um, yeah, I just want to say one thing. The people that played the elderly versions of the people that are played by hot people did better vote better job than any of the hot people in that movie experience man fair uh yeah i know the red carpet for that we didn't do that one we were doing something else but uh see, we got into that one that apparently one was like, i wasn't gonna say that i don't think we got into that one thanks brendan uh <laughs> we, did. No, we didn't this is we'll never know no, I know. That's my job to know. <laughs> Who can tell? Anyway, <laughs> uh, I guess everyone that went to it said it was completely useless, like Harry mm. Styles. So they come out, they go for like pictures and then come down the red carpet. And he went out, went for pictures, went back up and never even walked the red carpet. So cool. people like all of the media, there's like 40 outlets sitting there waiting mm. to talk to him or at least take pictures of him. And anybody that took the spots to take like video and interviews got nothing. That's, and uh, he's like class. the thing right now. I don't know. It could have been because they were late. It could have been whatever. That happens a lot on red carpets. That I mean, happens it, to a lot of people. It was said before he came out that he would not he do anything. No. I thought he would still walk, though. I mean, Julia Stiles walked. She very quickly passed us, and we didn't know why she was there, but it happened. Anyway, that's how he felt about <laughs> my policeman. Uh, the good nurse, that's uh, Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne is friggin' terrifying. Like the fact that that's a true story it's about a man that was that that was a nurse it's a true story with the woman that plays that was jessica chastain's character was on stage talking about it at the press conference and um yeah he was uh injecting insulin into uh saline bags like uh iv bags and it was someone. over time do it. so he would put them in and it's another nurse would hang it and like 
the next day or hours later when he's not mm. there, they would die. And he is in prison uh, serving, I think, 29 consecutive life sentences. <gasps> they think they have him confirmed for killing 29 people, but they think it's more like 400. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. He made you like that's him. A role. And that's weird. Oh. And kind of feel bad for him. Like even the woman <laughs> that was talking about it, she's like, like he was my friend. Like that. Mm. Yeah. So that wow. movie's messed up, but wasn't my favorite. <laughs> like it was fine. It was mm. there. It was a messed up story, but it was fine. I don't know. Did we see any more? I know we did. I just don't know did what. Empire of Light. You saw? No, that was on Shaq's list. I really wanted to uh, see it though. Okay. It like a lot of yeah, Glass um, Onion. Yeah, I, I do want to mention just the the pearl red carpet and how bonkers that was. <laughs> So we weren't supposed to be on that red carpet. We we didn't get into it. And uh, we were in the sun. And they lock the red carpet at a certain time. Nobody can come in and out or out. You have to stay until they unlock it. And we got out of our movie like an hour after the lock. And just it was just chaos. We literally just walked in and started hanging out with some other media that we had met. We're just like, we're not like going to take your spot or anything. But we're just here to hang out. They're like, yeah, go ahead. All all the talent showed up late. I think two people got to speak to the director. No one got to speak to Mia. Mia got uh, yeah. The thing is, she was there with time. She just decided, like, I'm just going to walk to the crowd now. And she just spent, like, yeah, she went, 15 minutes just talking to No, people. it wasn't that much time. It was only a few minutes. She really, she they had five minutes to get her inside. And she wandered off to talk to the fans, which, I mean, okay, fine, whatever. But Eli Roth was there for no reason. Uh, and walked the red carpet more than anyone that had anything to do with the movie and spoke to more of the media than anyone that had anything to do with the movie. So I was just happy to be there. No pressure, there. right? Yeah, like it's I have a huge crush too. on Eli Roth. I was like, I'm just going to – like he was standing like in the back in the corner in a bright green sweater, and I was just like, is that fucking – Brendan, that's Eli Roth. He's like, no. I'm like, yeah, no, it totally is. He's like, it is. And then I just He's tried to sneakily this. take pictures of him. He's nothing to do with it. But it was good. Interesting. Uh, we missed Fablemans, uh, which the yep. trailer just mm. came out today and looks great. So I'm sad mm. that I missed that now. Um, I know Shaq saw Raymond and Ray. I think Shaq's seeing the Fablemans. Shaq saw oh. Gra uh, Glass Onion. He's seeing Brother, Black Ice, uh, Chevalier. Um, he saw Sick. He saw Pearl. Yeah. He he took on all the horror stuff that Brendan normally does, and then we gave Brendan all the sad shit. I didn't. Want, I didn't think I saw was sad. Um, Is Empire of Light not sad? I thought it was kind of sad too. It's just kind Stupid. of flat. Flat. Um, like it's the guy that did um, American Beauty, and he clearly has good filmmaking like abilities, and he wrote and directed this one, and there's some good ideas there, but it deals many of them. But it deals with um, mental health. Racism, uh, sexual assault, sexual like persuasion, um, grooming so, a bit, sort of some sort of politics involved too. Oh yeah, uh, like oh, the the politics of Britain of the time, and movies <laughs> all wrapped around the love of movies. Wasn't there like disease too, or am I making that up? There was no disease. No it's a different movie that was disease, I guess. Yeah. So it's kind of like a summary of the entire festival's themes in one. Yeah, but it, but it was only like an hour 45, I think, maybe two hours at mm -hmm. most. Um, That's a lot packed in. That's tight. Yeah, so, but they but it also just kind of dropped things. Like the main character played by, I forget her name. Lydia uh, something. Yeah, uh, Livia Coleman. Yeah. 
uh, she has uh, schizophrenia and she just kind of gets bad at one point because she stops taking her meds. Then she just kind of leaves the movie for a bit and uh, it deals with the other main actor for a while. Uh, then she comes back. That's good. Yeah, just, she just kind of kind of appears again. You're like, oh, I'm better now. <laughs> okay, cool. You're better now. That's great. Super happy for you. Glad then, we could do this. Right and the other main actor gets beat because he's black. So some neo-Nazis beat him up for a while. And then he goes to the hospital. But then he just kind of gets better and it's fine. Um, she's also dating him. And she's like, I think, supposed to be in her like late 40s. And he's supposed to be like 20. So that's weird. Hey, man. <laughs> Settle down. Um, Let's do our thing. There's a lot going on. Like also, there's like themes of like this movie theater is great and it should come back again and get revived. And that just kind of get dropped too. They do a paint. They do a, a scene where they paint it a bit, and they're like, "Yeah, we're good now." I'm really glad they got through. I'll that. do it. Why yeah, not? It, it just feels like there's a lot going on. He wanted to bring all these concepts to, the, to head, and then just because like, what if we just kind of vaguely touch on them randomly during this like one, a few a few <laughs> weeks and it's done now? Yay! Mission accomplished. Yeah, okay. so I, there's clearly some love to the subject matter, and it and it wants to just be kind of feel good, but then it ends on kind of just a happy note of like everything's great now. I'm like, so of the movies you saw, then let's wrap this up real quick. Uh, best movie and favorite movie; those are two different things, possibly. I, for me, um, I think the menu is best and favorite. Ooh, mm. I really have nothing bad to say though about, about that movie. Like it was fantastic on all fronts. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Um, yeah. Uh, the oh, I can't remember what her name was in the movie. The woman that plays the host was yeah, excellent. She was, she was also in The Whale. And yeah, playing a very different character, so I hear. Much different. Um, yeah, she was excellent. We'll watch things she is in. Yeah, she, is, she was also in the Watchmen series as one of the main villains, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she is fantastic. She did a great job bringing that... A no nonsense Hong Cho, Chai. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, We're gonna either way. She did a great job bringing that like a no nonsense um, hostess that just was done, was done with everyone's shit. I don't even think so, I can answer that though. Like they, as far as best and favorite, because you're right, the menu was up there. It was it was good. Um, I really liked Alice Darling as well, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say that that was the best the menu maybe because yeah. of all the things it does just because it's not like you know crushing my dreams and making me want to hate my life um women talking was was pretty up there mm -hmm. um it was a hard watch especially as a mother um but yeah that was that was something so i think those are my uh weirdest friggin' movie was triangle of sadness believe it or that not. one was I think that movie would have been one of my top picks if it, like, just cut out that end segment. I don't think that did anything for me. Yeah. I think if it was just the boat, I think I'd be totally fine. Cool. That's vague and look forward to finding what It's like got three acts, I guess, and you're like, oh, this is happening. And then you're like, I don't know why this is happening, but it is. Oh, so the entire third act then is bad? Yeah. Or not bad, but just could they done without? It doesn't do anything for me. It didn't work for me. Um. Well, it was, it was, so the movie looks at like race and class and politics and, and like gender privilege and pretty much everything mm. that you can think of that is some sort of like class system. And, and the, the third act does. Yeah, no, you're wrong. Actually, I'm just going to say you're wrong because it literally is the point that shows you that we're all shit. 
And that's the point of the movie. It's to show you that every damn one of us is shit. Fair. Uplifting. Fair. Yeah. So with, without that, without what happens <laughs> in that nice last human. part, we <laughs> miss a huge part of the movie. Make it a t- cut it some fat there though i don't know oh yeah you could definitely cut some shit out of it but it's significant yeah there's a there's a montage of a guy going to a place for like 15 minutes like it was too much going to a place anyway anyways i didn't want to spoil anything so i had to be fair that's fair i know i just can't figure out what we're talking about so we'll catch up (laughs) how many 15 minute model or montages were there then if you can't figure the movie Montaging, montaging. Oh, there's a, oh, there's some weird scenes in that movie. <laughs> We're just scarred now. We're just gonna. So with that, is it time to montage into the ending? Yeah. Monta- I don't know. I don't know. What Star that wipe. I apologize. <laughs> I still have this song that it was in that movie where shit is exploding out of toilets, and there's just like Why? metal. Song. Why are you doing that? It's great. Why would you do that? Shit on the outside of the toilet, but yeah. Like the only thing I asked is you say nothing about that movie, and you're like, "Here, let me tell you everything that happens." Probably the weirdest spoiler you could—not spoiler, but the weirdest thing you could probably say out of context. I imagine, but I'm probably—it's probably not. Would recommend just so that you can jump in on this conversation later and be like, "What the hell happened?" (laughs) Just get that Rosetta Stone for this conversation. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Well, it sounds like you guys had a fun, busy week there. It was busy. uh, I still got four movies I'm going to try and watch online. One of them used to be called Pussy, but they changed it to Soft. Just so you know. <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to ask. No, no. no. It, it was listed up until like two days before the festival as Pussy, and then it said Soft, formally named. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right. The movie formerly known as Pussy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Chris is like, I can't. I'm done. We're out. I hate it's myself, but I had to make the Prince joke. Oh, you know we what? Did. That reminds me of that that, uh, that oh, other God. Radcliffe <laughs> movie. No, because I remember, I remember a long time ago. Um, I went to like um, it was kind of like a test screener for it's uh, the Daniel Radcliffe and uh, Zoe Kazan. Uh, is that uh, uh, the F word? It was called the F word. They changed it to What If? Like when they released it in right. Yeah, I, I like, like that why? movie. That was like, a good movie. You know, it, it was good. It's just like I just it bothered me so much because like the, the the original title was so good and it like actually fit like the theme and like the you know the like the motif of the movie. Why change name. it to something stupid like what if? Yeah, it's yeah. so dumb. And it has Adam Driver and like one of his funniest yes. roles. Oh, it was so good at it. I've never seen that. <laughs> It's good. You yeah, should check I'm, it out. I'm now I'm gonna eat nachos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was like that scene was in the trailer. Like I gotta oh, watch this now. Kylo Ren just so had sex. Good. He's yeah. about to eat nachos. This is the best day of his life. No, he was this so is, good. That's the whole movie, isn't it? I'm yeah. Gonna... Anyways, totally on that note, this. on that note, uh, that's gonna do it for us this week. If you'd like to read more on these topics and more, including reviews of most of these movies that were just mentioned, uh, you can find full coming. coverage at cgmagonline.com now or soon depending on the movie and embargoes uh, be sure to follow CG Magazine on all those socials, just search for CG Mag you'll find us, and if you have any questions or comments, you can send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com uh, Jordan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me sometimes on TikTok, sometimes on Instagram at ninjaxjordan I actually just 
did a tasting of the KFC Ruffles chips on TikTok. <laughs> Saw that, then bought them. Enjoyable. So like you inspired me. <laughs> I thought that was going somewhere fancier than KFC potato Rand. chips. <laughs> no. A tasting. <laughs> a, TikTok a sampling. Um, and you can also find me on YouTube at Ninja Jordan Reviews. That's true. Uh, you can find me. Uh, on most socials at the Dana Eileen. If you can't spell my name, you can go to our website or watch the stream and figure it out. Yeah, it's, there right, you go. it's right there. It's, it's right, right there in the name, people. Uh, I'm yeah. BFR26 and everything. Uh, you can, everything. <laughs> Even on Vine. Um, <laughs> sure. You can, sure, why not, dude? <laughs> Brent's still doing it for the Vine out there. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Hugathy or here on Switch at Guild Two Tops. Or if you're going to be at London Comic Con, come by on the Sunday afternoon. I got a panel going on about Star Wars awesome. with my other podcast. So check that out. Those other people. Those other people. <laughs> Quarter portion. Uh, anyways, that'll do it for us this week. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Brendan's not ready to press the goodbye button. No one's ever ready to press the goodbye button. I do the awkward way. Because we always forget it's us. So everybody keep waving. <laughs>